Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. For many SMEs, some areas like artificial intelligence can appear more daunting than others. MyTax have developed a solution for SMEs to determine their readiness to adopt AI, to be able to work with world-leading AI experts, and to do it in a very cost-effective way. Companies will receive the support of artificial intelligence experts to undertake an eight-week project to evaluate their systems and discover real-life opportunities to use AI to achieve their business goals. We recently got the chance to chat with John Hepburn, CEO and Scientific Director at MyTax. With an extensive academic and research experience, background with industry and international partners, and deep knowledge of and commitment to the innovative ecosystem, Hepburn brings an extraordinary vision to MyTax. In this podcast, John discussed how he instilled a culture of innovation within MyTax and how to keep abreast of opportunities for innovation within the market. He also shared strategies for overcoming resistance to change amongst key decision makers and his tips on how small businesses can embrace innovation. Hi, John. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our Small Business Podcast. How are you today? Very good. Thanks very much. Great. Reaching innovation is a key challenge for any business in a competitive market. However, often the best source of innovation is actually within the company itself, the employees. Now, how do you go about instilling a culture of innovation within your organization? Well, basically, our organization is all about innovation. Uh, that's that's what we're funded by government industry to do is to foster innovation, particularly in small and medium enterprises. Um, to do that, we have to be flexible. Um, we are constantly looking for ways of improving our processes. And I think within the organization, the key thing is communication. You foster innovation by making sure that as somebody makes changes to the way they do things, that they they constantly make sure that it's not having a bad impact on the rest of the organization. So we're in the midst of, of scaling up. Uh, we've been growing very rapidly over the past few years. And so we're looking to improve all of our processes and communications, and that will foster a spirit of innovation. And, and I think innovation comes from being inclusive. Right. Now, with an extensive academic and research experience and a background with industry and international partners and deep knowledge of and commitment to the innovation ecosystem, you have brought an extraordinary vision to MyTax. What are some success successful transformations that you have uh, managed in the past? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I started with MyTax uh, four weeks before the pandemic was declared and before everybody went into their downstairs bedrooms and wherever else they're working now. So I feel like I live nothing but change since starting at MyTax just over a year ago. One of the things, of course, we had to pivot like everyone else to working remotely. Um, when the pandemic hit and laboratories and other businesses started uh, closing down and sending people home, we had to pivot all of our internships online, our international programs. We do a lot of work with student mobility. They all had to change and, and frankly be canceled, some of them. But then we were starting to, to come to terms. Once we went through that pivoting, um, we had to come to terms with the fact that there was a huge economic impact, especially on SMEs. And so one of the things that we did was um, at the suggestion actually of one of our university partners is we introduced uh, business strategy internships. And this was a brand new program for us. This was putting 
business students initially, we're, we're expanding the program, but initially last year, business students into small and medium enterprises um, so that they could develop business strategies to cope with what they were confronted with. And this was a program that, as I say, it didn't exist before May last year. And, you know, starting in roughly since June, because we had to invent it from scratch, uh, we've placed 1,500 business students into small and medium enterprises uh, before April 1st. And it's been very successful. And we've we've done things. Um, there was a student, uh, Amog, Amog Rao, who worked with a consulting company in Vancouver to help them pivot. We had a gourmet bakery for dogs based in London, Ontario, and a business student from Western went in there to help them, uh, Calvin uh, in Kube, help them automate their production planning process so that they could survive the uh, the pandemic crisis. And many, many others. I mean, there's, there's many stories of how this simple idea from the, from the Sauter School of Business at UBC got transformed into a national program. And we've done other things. Uh, we've introduced subsidies for small and medium enterprises. Um, we were given a challenge by the federal government uh, in late April. They gave us $40 million extra and said, of course, increase your business by 50%. This is in the midst of the pandemic. We did that. In fact, we over-delivered. We went from 10,000 internships the year before last and delivered 17,000 last year. And that's one of the reasons why the federal government has again expressed such confidence in our ability to help, especially small and medium enterprises. And that's why we were given such a generous allocation in the most recent federal budget. And we're on track to deliver even more internships this year, mostly to small and medium enterprises. That's that's a great, great achievement. Now, uh, John, in today's world, change is the only constant that surrounds us. In business, it's no different. For, for employees, this can be difficult to manage and it, it can get very upsetting. Now, when striving for a successful transformation, we must consider you know, different perceptions of those initiating change, implementing it and being impacted by it. What are your strategies for overcoming resistance to change amongst key decision makers? Ah, it depends on whether the key decision makers are inside my tax or outside of my tax. Um, and not much difference between how you handle um, resistance to change. It's basically transparency. So within my tax, certainly I, I've done a lot of regular town halls and open question and answer periods with all staff. Uh, those are very well attended. Most of our staff does show up to those every every other week. Um, I have a weekly, I call it a blog posting, whatever you want. I have a weekly email to staff where I outline what I've learned, what changes are, are, are underway, what I know, what I don't know, uh, what we're working on. And then more to the point, just constantly making sure that everybody in the organization understands what everybody else is working on. So that's within the organization. With our government and industry partners, um, again, just constantly talking to them, saying what we can do, what we hope to do, what we've achieved. Um, and that was that was key to the $40 million we were given this past year, is letting our government partners know what we did with that money, what our success was. Um, being open, you know, we just announced uh, yesterday, in fact, a new program uh, supported by the Ontario government for uh, business strategy internships focused on IP strategy. And that was prolonged discussions with, uh, with the ministers and staff in the Ontario government about what we can do, how we can help, um, just being open to, to suggestions from outside, and then always making sure that everybody understands to the maximum extent possible why you would do something. Sometimes decisions have to be made very quickly, and we saw that 
this past year with the pandemic, there were things that we had to make decisions basically, you know, on almost an hourly basis. I mean, very, very rapid decision. And so you can't consult before you make a decision necessarily with your staff and with your partners. So you you make sure that you do your best to make the, the right decision. And then afterwards, if you haven't had a chance to consult beforehand, then afterwards you make clear to people why you decided what you had to decide and what the implications are and admit mistakes if you make mistakes. But I think it's transparency is key to to change management. Right. Now, for most businesses, digital transformation is a top priority. Now, when I say this, people immediately think of technology platforms, implementation, migrations and integrations. And it's true. Technology is a huge driver behind, you know, digital transformation. But keeping pace with innovation goes beyond technology and it includes specific practices and mindsets. How do you keep abreast of opportunities for innovation within the market, John? So I'll start with with what you just said about digital transformation. I think that's that's generally misunderstood. People think technology is going to save us. And certainly technology, artificial intelligence, things like that can support change, but they should never be the drivers of change. Technology supports change. And oftentimes you find in an organization that it's it's cultural change that's the main barrier to doing things differently, to innovating. Change takes time. It takes work. And so digital transformation is about changing business processes. It's about changing culture. Uh, people have a way of doing things. It's They've done it this way for the last half dozen years. Why should they do it differently? Right. It, takes, it takes extra work to do that. So I think that's key is to think first about the culture that you have to change to innovate then worry about the technology. Technology supports change. It doesn't drive change. But staying abreast, talk to experts, talk to people who've who've been through certain changes, listen to people within your organization who chances are no more than you do. Um, you know, as CEO, it's easy to think that you that you understand things, but actually you don't. The people working for you generally understand things better than you do. And they're the people who are the who are the force behind the change and who have to do things differently. And you need to be sensitive to that. So I think seeking external advice from experts, but mostly viewing something like digital transformation as more a culture and process change than a technology change. So don't start with the technology, start with the culture and the processes. Right. Now on a final note, John, what are your tips on how small businesses can embrace innovation? Because small businesses you know, they are risk averse. They don't want to, uh, especially during the times, keeping themselves afloat is the biggest challenge. And they don't think innovation is something to focus on as of now. So what are your tips on how can small business owners embrace innovation and use innovative strategies in their business model? Well, at the risk of sounding self-serving, I would say step number one is go to mytax.ca, and that's M-I-T-A-C-S, it's behind me, and look up one of our 90 business development people professionals who are spread coast to coast, St. John's to Victoria, and talk to them about how MyTax can help. But more generally, I think embracing innovation is absolutely critical for especially small and medium enterprise survival. I would say that the main thing is uh, take advantage of the talent that's available. Um, the Canadian uh, universities, colleges, and polytechnics produce amazing talent. And I'd like it to all stay in Canada and help companies, including small and medium enterprises, innovate. So Pay attention to, to talent, to new ideas that are coming from this talent. Um, MyTax can help with that. But I think, you know, innovation is, is not just invention. It's doing things. And the business strategy internships are an example of this. That's not invention. That's, that's basically 
coming up with new ways, new strategies for running your business. It could be marketing, it could be IP, it could be lots of things. But really, talent is key. The best ideas come from, from new, fresh people who are highly trained. And Canada has no, I mean, we're a very highly educated country. And so small and medium enterprises should should take advantage of this. For sure. Now, these tips really apply to all and can help a lot. Thank you so much, John, for discussing the importance of innovation uh, for the business uh, community and taking the time out to join us today. Well, thank you very much for your interest and uh, great pleasure to talk to you. And as I said in my self-serving way, um, MyTax is certainly here to help small and medium enterprises. We work with thousands of them, many thousands of them across the country and get in touch. We can help you. For sure. Thank you, John. Thank you.